0: Success begins with first things first. This is Pastor Mike Kramer of New Life Church, your home of positive faith, bringing you power for living. Come to the cross and find forgiveness, get into His Word, and you'll find strength for your soul to into to the love. Powerful Living is a positive faith ministry. We believe that a positive attitude in life is an expression of the positive faith which embraces a powerful truth that with God all things are possible. Pastor Mike Kramer is a founder of Powerful Living, senior pastor at New Life Church, and the author of the inspirational book, Power Moments. Tap into the love. That God is given and you find power for living. My friend, today I want to speak on the subject of first things first. Never forget, today is yesterday's tomorrow. Too often we excuse our behavior today by thinking we will correct it tomorrow. Put first things first, because today is yesterday's tomorrow. Good intentions for tomorrow is a great way to ignore important decisions today. So once again, put first things first, because today is yesterday's tomorrow. If you keep putting off until tomorrow, the decisions that need to be made today, you will wind up with a bunch of wasted yesterdays. So my friend, put first things first because today is yesterday's tomorrow. Tomorrow is the enemy of today and fills your life with empty yesterday's. So put first things first because once again, today is yesterday's tomorrow. Jesus said this in Matthew's gospel, chapter six and verse 33. But seek first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. My friend, that is a powerful verse of scripture from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, as he's reminding us of the importance of putting first things first. The context is all about worry. You know, so many times people worry about the future and only rob themselves of their energy today. I've often said many people are crucified between two thieves, the regrets of yesterday and the worries of tomorrow, and all it does is rob us of our energy today. So first of all, let's think of it like this. The object of our pursuit sets the order of our priorities. Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God seek. That's the idea of intentional pursuit, to look diligently, to pursue with passion. We might say, go for it or get after it. Set your heart toward it. Yes, my friend, I've often said heart is the immeasurable quality of a champion. It may not show up on a stat sheet, but make no mistake about it. It shows up in every athletic contest and it shows up in life. So seek, intentionally pursue with great passion. First, Jesus said, but seek first the kingdom of God. First, that's top priority. That's not one priority in the midst of many priorities. It is the sole priority. It should be first and foremost on the agenda of our life on a daily basis. Well, what are we to seek first? He says, the kingdom of God. Well, what is that? Well, it's kingdom rule. It's God's sovereign rule. He reigns in our hearts. Luke 17, 21, Jesus said, the kingdom of God is within you. And that's the idea of God reigning and ruling in our life. It's that invisible kingdom. Also, it's the things of God. You know, the gospel of the kingdom, so to speak, proclaimed to all nations, Mark thirteen ten. The kingdom of God. Well, let's talk about God. He's eternal. Psalm 90, verse 2, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. He's sovereign. Psalm 115, verse 3 says, our God is in the heavens. He does whatever he pleases. Ephesians 1, says, he works all things after the counsel of his own will. He's holy or distinct. That's, that's really what the word holy means. Distinct, set apart, totally unique. And that's who God is. You know, in in Isaiah 6, 3, the angel said, One cried unto another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Revelation 4, 8, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. The holiness of God is the one attribute in Scripture that is triple emphasized in a couple of verses. The idea is God is totally unique, distinct, set apart. There is no one like our God. He's omnipotent. He's all powerful. Matthew 19, 26. With God, all things are possible. That's my life verse. You know that. You've heard me talk about it many, many times. I'll never forget. When I was a young man, um, the age of 18, it was the fall after I'd uh, graduated from high school and I was working a construction job, uh, for Midland Engineering, back then it was the hot tar roofing crew, and and uh, I worked a semester before going to college, because uh, there were six kids in our family, and Dad always had the rule, if he couldn't do it for everybody, then he didn't do it for anybody, and so there was no way, Dad is a bricklayer, and Dad provided a good living, but he certainly couldn't send all six kids to college, so we worked our way through, and I'm, I'm grateful for it, because it taught me the work ethic, and Mixed a lot of mortar, put a lot of brick on the scaffolding, uh, working for Dad. Uh, that particular summer, I was uh, working for Midland Engineering and getting a lot of overtime and so forth and saving up uh, money to, to go to college. But my life was empty. And everything I'd been living for all through high school was gone. And I'll never forget driving home on US 31 and driving by the uh, after a long day's work for Midland Engineering and driving by the football practice field, which was right out near the highway. You could see it from the highway, and just the emptiness that I felt, that all of that stuff was behind me. And God just began to work on my life and work on my heart. And I, I realized that, you know, I was living, I had been living for the wrong things. And God brought me to the point to where I knew that even though I'd made a childhood profession of faith, trusting Christ as Savior. I was sort of at a confused period of time. You know, was I a Christian? Was I not? And it's like, why play a guessing game? And I surrendered my life to Christ, invited Christ into my life to be my Lord and Savior. And the first change that took place in my life was I began to have a hunger for the scriptures. And so I started reading through the New Testament and started reading with the gospel of Matthew. And when I came to Matthew nineteen twenty six as an 18-year-old young man, It was like that verse just leaped off the page and grabbed me. And I like to say I laid hold of that verse, but really that verse laid hold of me. That's where Jesus said, with men these things are impossible, but with God all things are possible. And oh, my friend, that became something that just drew me in. And I can tell you, that's my life verse. It's in the cornerstone of our worship stadium here at New Life. We've built three times out here on McKinley. Uh, Built the first time in 92, built again in 96, then built the worship stadium in 2006. And in that one, we put it right in the foundation. You're not going to see my picture on the wall if you come to New Life. None of that stuff. Man, it's all about the Lord. And we have, when you enter uh, the lobby up on the... A wall, really big, it says, with God all things are possible. Again, on the cornerstone of the building, with God all things are possible. And then laid right into the brickwork is a huge stone cross. I can remember working for Dad and we bricked several churches and, and uh, Dad would uh, many times put that stone cross laid right into the red brick. And it just that stuck with me and that's what we did here we don't have red brick but we still put the stone cross in there that's the cross is the message of not just our crucified lord but it also symbolizes our risen lord and savior like many of you i wear a gold cross around my neck given to me by one of our uh members who went home to be with the lord harlow grice tremendous guy and uh we we had a great friendship, and on a couple of occasions, I just said, you know, Harlow, that's a nice cross. He'd always wear this cross. It'd stand out. I said, that's a beautiful cross he got there, Harlow. I love what it represents. And on his deathbed, with his wife by his side, he said, Pastor, I want you to have my cross. And I wear that not only as a reminder of my Lord and Savior who died and rose again for me, but also of a reminder of a great man who loved the Lord and loved his family and wore that cross on a daily basis. But as I was reading the scriptures, that verse Matthew 19, 26 just leaped off the page and it's been the foundation of my life ever since. And we face challenges and everybody does. I always know it might be impossible in the sight of humanity, but never sell God short Oh my friend, with God all things are possible. Why? He's omnipotent. He's all powerful. He's omnipresent. He's present everywhere. He's omniscient. He knows all. Proverbs fifteen three says, "The eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good." He's our Creator, my friend. The very first verse of Scripture, Genesis one one, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth oh my friend i believe that god spoke and this world came to be why because he's all powerful he's loving aren't you glad for that the kingdom of god who is this god well he's holy he's omnipotent he's omnipresent he's omniscient he's the creator He's loving, 1 John 4, 8, God is love. Of course, John three sixteen. we all know that one. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He's merciful. His mercy is new and fresh each and every day, the scripture says. He's good, he's just, he's fair. He, he does not change. He's honest, he's truthful. The scripture says it's impossible for God to lie. Jesus said in his high priestly prayer in John 17, 17, he said, as he was praying to the Father, sanctify them with your truth. Your word is truth. He's given us his word. He's immutable. He never changes. Malachi 3, 6, the scripture says, I am the Lord. I do not change. Hebrews thirteen eight says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Oh, my friend, as you read the scriptures, that God of the Bible is the same God of today. And I would so encourage you, start with the New Testament. Read the four Gospels. Let it take hold in your life. And you know, when you surrender your life to Christ, it leads to victorious Christian living. So seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Well, what is that? That's just a big word for the right way of living yes my friend the object of our pursuit sets the order of our priorities first things first jesus said seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you next week we're going to be talking about the things that will be added to us as we seek the kingdom of god but my friend make no mistake about it success begins by setting your priorities first things first jesus says put him first put him the top of the list and then life will sort of fall into place And my friend if you've never invited jesus into your life oh you can do that right now by praying a simple prayer dear god I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe He died and rose again for my sins. And I invite you into my life to be my personal Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for dying and raising again for me. Help me to live for you. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you. May the Lord turn His face towards you and be gracious to you. May the Lord Give you peace in your heart and power for a living. Amen.